I always felt like I could do anything. Mm. That's the main thing people are controlled by. Thoughts, their perception of themselves. They're slowed down by their perception of themselves. If you're taught you can't do anything, you won't do anything. Mm. I was taught I could do everything. <laughs> Ooh, wee wee. What's poppin' y'all, man? We back to business. Back to the regular format. Back in my studio. Back creating the vibes, man. I hope y'all enjoyed the album. I hope y'all still listening to the album. Leave in the comment section your favorite record off the album. The Blessings album. But what I played before the podcast started or whatever, Kanye West speaking on that subject like capabilities and you being in your own brain and limiting yourself. Man, we all capable of anything. We can do anything we want to. We just choose not to. <laughs> Some people be like, Trev, you still make music. You do podcasts. You work multiple jobs. You're still working out. You still do this and you still do that. I'm, I'm limitless. As an individual, as a person, I'm limitless. I'm capable of any and everything. And you are too. But on this episode, we're going to get to it, man, this time. I got a few individuals I'm going to call up. The people that contributed to the album. I'm going to call Tinian up. I'm going to call Jack Boy up. I'm going to call up T. Reezy. I might even hit Maya up, man, to see what he on, man, because I appreciate everybody that contributed to the album. We're going to play some records off the album, too, man, for the people who haven't heard it yet. I'm just going to highlight a few of the, the records that's dope and highlight the people that contributed to it. And uh, just create the vibes. But this episode ain't all about the album, though. We're going to talk about the trending topics, the things that's going on in the culture. Talk about the fight tonight. Tank Davis and uh, Garcia, whatever his name. I don't even know the opponent's name. I'm so tanked out. And uh, we're going to talk about, like, a few things, man. Like, that bill the House Republicans passed about the uh, transgenders not being able to play in women's sports no more. That is huge to me. That's something personal to me. I'm going to get on the topic of Jim Jones. You know what I'm saying? He he violated Pusha T, my opinion, saying that Pusha T is not a top 50 artist. And then uh, some things that Morgan Freeman said as of recently about how he don't like the term African-American. He don't like celebrating Black History Month. That was real, some of the things that he said, man. And we got more topics, though, but we're just going to create the vibes, play the tunes, get the tunes going, man, and, and just do our thing today, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Subscribe to the channel. Share the show. Hit the link. Donate to the Cash App. You see it if you want to see us keep elevating and creating, man, and keeping a smile on our face. But let's get to it, though. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to talk about the album for a minute, and then I'm going to get into the first topic. But the reason this album is so important to me, blessings, I'm going to define what that means, because a lot of people are getting confused with blessings. It, it, it doesn't have nothing to do with a blessing. It's blessings. 
but it's so important to me because my first album came out February the 4th, 2003, Game Tight, my most successful project. Man, I sold records, like the records that people doing nowadays, I sold those physical copies out the trunk and out of a mom and pop record store twice that many times. I probably sold 40,000 records off of Game Tight. Didn't get rich or nothing at that time. You know, you give them to your partners, $5, $2, $10, $20, whatever. It's just that it did well. It did numbers, and I kept getting them pressed up 1000 a week for like a year and a half, two years. Keep getting them pressed up. Nowadays, you only have to press your music up. You can just get it, get it mixed, mastered, and upload it to the Internet, and everybody has access to it worldwide, instantly. So it's just a different time that we're living in, and I'm just – Happy that I'm still creating at a high level 20 years since I started making music. And to me and to my constituents and the individuals who have listened to this album before it was released Friday, they told me it was my best project ever. I didn't say it. They said it. Because I like everything that I do, to be honest with you, not being egotistical or whatever, but I like everything that I do. Because I put my heart and soul into it, and it's just not words that... You know what I mean? It's, it's temporary. I, I I do things for, like, when I'm not here no more. I create so the message, my nephews and my loved ones can hear it and be like, Unk was real. Unk held us down. He loved us. He meant what he said. The things he said still resonate to this day with me and in my life and in my family. So the title of the album is called Blessings. Okay, so... The lessons, the things that you go through, the experiences that you go through is actually the blessing. The reason I say the lessons are the blessings is because if you really take the lesson out of the mistake, the hardships, the, the trials, the tribulations, the turmoil, the stress, the just the, the negative things, and you take it and educate yourself with it, you'll never have to deal with it again. You'll never have to deal with it again. I, I learned from not just my mistakes, but from some of my partner's hardships. I can see people like go to jail. Some of my friends, just for example, I'm not being specific. I know who I speak to and I know my audience or whatever. So I'm speaking to my audience. And, and, and if y'all can relate to this, hey, use it to your advantage. But like my partners, they go to jail, they make a mistake, they hustle and they do certain things the wrong way. They let their ego lead them instead of their mind lead them. And uh, they go to jail, they might get 5, 10, 15, 20 years. I learned from that. I seen that and I said, that's not what I want to do. So I did something else. I see uh, relationships. I see how it weighs on a man like trying to make somebody love him that don't love him. I see it. So when I see it, I learn from it. Uh, I see somebody that's financially struggling and it's not even them. They might be working hard every single day, but they ain't working right. They ain't working smart. So they just running around in circles instead of finding that out, that way out so they can be able to do something different. Uh, it's just a multitude of things, man, that you can learn that can end up being your blessing in the long run. So that's what the album is based on. And that's the experiences. Some of the experiences that I'm speaking of is mentioned in the album. And it's just a dope thing, man, to me. 
it's a dope project and it's it's like a very very introspective project man you got to go check it out but i'm gonna get into the first topic man of discussion and it's a hip-hop topic you know i always started off with hip-hop jim jones been making his rounds he was on the breakfast club recently he was on a couple of podcasts talking about drake has uh surpassed jay-z which statistically he has he's way past jay-z statistically and uh musically and lyrically i don't know but it's different tiers to things in life man like we have the lebron discussion is he better than mike is mike that's the past man we living in the now we got to embrace the now lebron is great right now he's he's the greatest of this era of this time and uh the greatest of all time man that, that's starting to seem like a, a very weird thing though to me because it's errors and some people don't appreciate errors and they look down upon a person because they play in a certain era so we're talking about tops and rankings and stuff jim jones was on his platform and he spoke on pusha t and it was crazy you'd be on the greatest 50 rappers of all time list wow what has he what? done? What has he done that puts him in the greatest rappers of all time? Besides talk about that, he probably didn't get. <laughs> wow! All, all bias aside, he's I, nice. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's nice as. He can rap his ass. He can rap his ass of what? What has he done? Nobody has dressed like yeah. him. Nobody wants to be like mm -hmm. Pusha T. No, I don't remember nothing. I, mm -hmm. And let's not be evil. But we don't talk about rap where that's popping. The wanna and wanna be like. I don't know too many. In this game, that was leaning towards being like Pusha T. Fifty? You were up? You won't put uh, no, like like Big no. Sean before oh I put Big Sean before Pusha T. Easily, but Jim Jones is on it before Pusha T. You, but I'm saying you can put whoever you want ahead of him. You're saying he's not Cameron before Pusha Pusha T. Easily, bro. You go in these clubs. I don't know no records they play in the club with or Pusha T. They they don't play outside. Yeah. NBA Young Boy, NBA Young Boy before Pusha T. Sometimes I'd be disgusted with people. But listening back to that, he's, it's top 50. It's top 50 what, though? Top 50 what? If it's top 50 style, he said, people don't want to dress like Pusha T. Then he got a pointer. Pusha T might not be the flyest. Then he said, when I play Pusha, when I go to the clubs, Pusha T music isn't being played. He's not being played outside. He might got a pointer at the end of the day. But contribution to the culture i put pusha t up there man pusha t is up there up there all the way up there man he's it's not a lyricist 50 lyricist that's better than pusha t that has better records than pusha t i don't even think jay would have got on a song with an artist that he don't consider a, a top artist my opinion that's just my opinion but Jim Jones, he's, he, he be hating a little bit sometimes, man. And I rock with Jim in the dip set. I love them boys, man. I love Cam. I love what Cam and Mace doing with the Is What It Is sports show. I love what uh, Jim doing with the weatherman, man, the show that he got. But is it a feud? Is it a problem? Do they got something going on to where he he has a, a reason to diss Pusha T? Pusha T top 50. If te somebody tell me why he isn't. Get in the comment section and tell me why he isn't if he isn't top 50. Real talk. But off the Blessings album, I'm going to give y'all a piece of the intro, and then I'm going to make a phone call, man. Here it is, Genesis.
2-21-23. Let's get it. What I got to do. Travel well paid and well rested. Never disrespected, never coming safe. Yeah. Don P for breakfast, haste by the cases, counting big faces, living in the matrix. Back to the basics, to the trap spot. 2216, where the block hot. Remember when I got arrested, them cuss was tight. Life can change in seconds, but I was out overnight. Was a Fisher Price kid that trapped in G nights. Made a million dollars under college chill street lights. To make sure we be alright, I would risk my life. I would risk it all. I just wanted to ball. Just me and my dogs. Back to back coops. What up, Jack boy? Let me call a scoop. We made it at the slums. Nigga, we living proof. Been the truth. Real nigga salute. Trying to reach the youth. Cause they innocent. This the beginning. Genesis. Label menaces. Flow vintage in. This new era. That's the intro to the album, man. That's the that record, man. It gave me big city vibes. Riding downtown, nighttime, and something fresh. I don't know if this is Chevy music, man. I made that for y'all when I was younger. If y'all want to hear that, y'all got to go to back in the days, man, and listen to that heavy bass. But this is more like Mercedes-Benz music. Late night, something extra clean. You extra clean. And your, and your mind is working right, man. But I'm going to make a phone call to the first person that uh, I really appreciate her contribution to the album. Let me make the call and see if she's available. Hello. How you doing today, Tinia? I'm good. How are you doing, Trevor? Oh, man, I'm blessed, man. I'm, I appreciate you having the time to converse with me, man. And I'm just thankful for your contribution to the album, man. Of course, of course. No, thank you for letting me <laughs> contribute to it. It was a lot of fun. I, I'm telling you, I did it in like a few minutes, not because it wasn't thoughtful, but I felt really inspired by the song. So I appreciate you for allowing me to to listen to it and draw inspiration from it and contribute to your project as a whole man i'm i'm thankful like when you when i reached out to you and you got it back so fast i was like golly she don't be procrastinating at all <laughs> i do procrastinate actually it's like <laughs> something i've been working on but if if it's something that i mean i have passion for everything i do but if it's something that i really am like the, the artistic aspect and the creative aspect of my expression, it comes out more easily. And yeah, that's readily available on deck. Oh man, that, the poetry, it just, you saw, I put it at the end of the album. I was going to put it at the beginning, but I put it at the end because it seemed like what you were saying, you just summed up the whole album, the meaning, the definition of it in one minute. Oh, that's cool. I appreciate that. I've listened to the whole album. It's really, 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 really an amazing project. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful i'm thankful that you feel that way about it this is the first time that i worked on something like the way i did i I did it differently like when i stopped uh when i released my last album i just went straight into the writing process for this one the next day and it, that's awesome it took me like eight months to write it and i recorded 15 songs in three hours i was so excited that's about it. Awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, that's slow. But I'm telling you that from the musical composition and the beats and tracks married with the vocalists who have done an exceptional job identifying vocalists that match the tone and the emotion of what you're trying to convey in your verses is pretty yeah. phenomenal. Thank you, man. Thank you. Where did the where did the inspiration cause I've been knowing you for a while, Tinny, and where where did the inspiration to write poetry come from? <laughs> well, I've been writing poetry for a long, long time. I started probably when I was like seven. Oh, and man. I really enjoyed, of course, the classics Maya Angelou and, and a array of other poets that I would read mm. and has I think it helped kind of uh um I'm not the I'm not always the most uh, I would say effective communicator in, in words, but I love words. So I'm not going to go and say I'm a wordy person. I know all words, but yeah. I, I'm intrigued by words and vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And poetry inspired that at a young age. So in seventh grade, I started writing and um, was quickly invited to be published. So I've been published a few times in compilations mm-hmm. um, since seventh grade. And then my freshman year, I won an award for a poetry a poem that I wrote about the passing of my father. And it's just been something that and then grew into songwriting. And when I didn't really like the attention of being like a, uh, I guess, an indie artist or a performer, I like the behind the scenes. I would take poems and make them into songs. And and that's it, really. I'm actually, I've got a little business that I do called Pictures and Poetry that I love to always make a, a I take a photograph or paint a picture with my own poems and I thought pour into others and I, I give a lot of them away as gifts I try to sell them but I'm just a giver yeah. so I, I try not to give away too much of that but I um, I do enjoy doing it you can find it at pictures mm-hmm. and poetry TR on Instagram yeah. and I've got some of stuff I'm done I love it I'm, when we get off the phone too, I want you to send me a link to that so I can put it in the description of the podcast and anybody listening to the podcast can go check out Tinian's art because she's dope, of man. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know something, you you said something that I, I didn't even know I was going to have this this long conversation with you, like how I, I feel like it's about to happen, but you said something that caught my attention that my wife talks about a lot. And um, when I first met my wife, I talked like a regular dude from the street from Knoxville. That's how I can sum it up. And she told me that I needed to expand my vocabulary. And you said you like That's vocabulary awesome. when you. <laughs> Yo, any fellas, listen, get you one of them, please. Yeah. Get you one of them who's going to put you on the game. Because it's all a game, and we got to learn how to play it. The first yeah. part is being able to communicate. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. Nah, nah, that's 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 true. But I heard you say the word vocabulary, and it it made me think that creatively, me reading more and trying to speak well, but still, I still understand the terminology of the street. But I right. think that's helping me musically expanding my vocabulary. Of course, look at Jay Z. When you think of of lyrics. Right. Mm-hmm. That's one thing when I thought, because I felt like I knew you were going to ask me that question and I'm the one who analyzes. And, and I looked ahead and I was like, man, one thing I didn't mention in my tangent about why I like vocabulary and music and how it ties in is when you think about like artists like Jay-Z or Lauryn Hill or Tupac or um, gosh, even who, who are some earlier 
lyricist. Uh, the, the band Journey. Andre 3000, too. Andre 3000. I'm looking outside of, of genres, even um, Harry Styles' new album. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's something melodic to spirits that have meaning and can conceptually put the words together mm-hmm. in a way where it's artistic. Mm-hmm. And so that's, 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 yeah. I mean, once you have another word, it's not like I'm going down the street because I'm taking a hike every time I gets the mic it's yeah. like riding the bike it just flows <laughs> you know you can actually put together some depth where you're using words like nostalgia or yeah. uh you know things that have a breath and meaning where yeah. you can rhyme a word that's shorter with a word mm-hmm. that's got longer and deeper context that's true and then you can add one once i know i'm getting there with the vocabulary but once i can add the feeling with the vocabulary it's over yeah. <laughs> well, I think you execute that well. I really enjoyed the, the 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 message and the way that it's composed. I think you you definitely got the feeling if I were to be in, of any encouragement. I appreciate that. Us talking about vocabulary and stuff. I'm I only got one more thing to ask you, Tenny. I'm gonna let you go. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate you for your time. I know you know. What I mean, sure. I gotta appreciate your time and um. What I want to ask you, I've been hearing lately that African-Americans should have their own language. Like we should have our own language. Do you think that's like necessary or should we embrace the ink? Because the English language isn't ours. Everybody else has their own specific language and we speak differently from everybody else. Do you think we should have our own language? (sighs) You asked me a rabbit hole question that is hard when you give me the preface next. We're winding up on time. Yeah. So, okay. Well, no, I don't think that it would be, uh, it, it advantageous. Or no, I'm kidding. It doesn't make sense for uh, African Americans, and I'm putting that in air quotes, mm. to have their own language. Yeah. Um, because we are, we have our own essence and swagger. We have so many subcultures within our own one culture that it would be very difficult for us to execute a language that would. Now, it's almost like Ebonics. When my father was a very educated man, when Ebonics was the thing in the nineties, they, you know, he mocked it because it's like basically a separation. But here's the thing that I think is the beauty of like an urban dictionary or something of that nature mm-hmm. is that it does embrace the idea of culture and the diversity within the black culture mm-hmm. and within the black community. We, as you know, some African Americans. I'm indigenous American. Yeah. <clears throat> we are, um, we are, we don't need any more things that necessarily divide us, but I don't think necessarily uh, having our own language would unify us because we're all speaking English. Really quickly, mm-hmm. when I was in middle school, I got made fun of because mm-hmm. I speak the way that I do. And folks were literally black kids like me who look like me with. Yeah, white girl, when yeah. I walked down the hallway just because of how I uh, pronunciated words. So I changed the way I spoke 
for like six months. <laughs> my sister hated me. Trillia. Uh, you know, yeah. Trillia. I'm sure I, know, I think you do. I know, I, think all, I know all your sisters. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But she hated me. She was like, oh my gosh, Dad, get out of my That was so crazy. Yeah. But I wanted to like fit in and it was so terrible. And so for me, I always grew and, and really recognized. I had cousins from Chicago, Detroit, family member in the Car- family member in Carolina, the, uh, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And they all had my same system and, and spoke like me. Yeah. Others even more astute with how they spoke and how they carried themselves. Mm-hmm. and academic. And, and so I was like, why, why am I? Even I had friends, Brittany uh, yeah. Fletcher Hernandez, yeah. she spoke like me. <laughs> she didn't even get to treat me because I think I was just a little more because my father <laughs> was an English major and I came from, you know, speak correct English. And da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But it, it didn't change who I was as a black woman. And, and I feel like that in our community, we have so many things that divide us. Coming up with something other than a language to unify us would make more sense. Yeah, that might that might bring more separation instead of unifying mm-hmm. us more because it's, it's just, it, we don't need any more confusion. <laughs> this is what we need. We need more people to participate in the processes that are in place and the systems that are in place. Mm-hmm. And I think vocabulary, language, communication are part of those aspects. And within the black community, we do have a different style of communicating. Mm-hmm. I think in a lot of ways that we are stereotyped to, um, by by our other cultures mm-hmm. to be this or to be that and it's the most offensive thing for a person of another color to change the way they're speaking to me because I'm black and be like hey yo what's up girl hey girl mm. you know I had one of my kids <laughs> yeah. teachers do that to me so if there's anything that we need black people to do is just make sure that we are learning how to um play this play the game in this system and, and be a part of the process and run for a political seat or use your voice. It doesn't matter the the slang that you may or may not use. It doesn't matter how you articulate yourself. It doesn't matter your expanse of or not vocabulary. Yeah. It, all it matters is that we as black people learn how to communicate together in within the diversity of our, our own company so that we can progress as um a people regardless of the 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 boxes of yeah. society like language yeah that's true i agree with that and i'm i'm very thankful for you tenny and man we're gonna have to link <laughs> up and do a whole show one day <laughs> <laughs> of course i appreciate it thank you again for allowing me to put a little bit of my creativity on your project for that's sure. what's up awesome. i'm about to play your poem right when uh we hang up and i'm i'm very appreciative of you again tenny and have a blessed day you as well. Thank you, Trevor. Take care. Thank you. Let me give her some hands. Hold up, what? I got the vibes playing in the background. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me give her some hand claps, though. Big salute to Tinny and man. She killed that poem on the album, man. Let's listen to a little bit of it. Higher in my state of mind, I look back over all the time. The years and days that have gone by, the trials and tears that left me blind. But then the light, it set me free to elevate to my destiny that every lesson that seemed to plague me was just the blessing that made me. A man of fire to light the world, a meditation 
change the world. With every lesson, I found a blessing. No longer does my spirit toil. Let's come together and learn for better. For if we don't, this world will spoil. So I will shine my light forever. For you and me, every boy and every girl. The Trevor Jackson Podcast. That was a dope conversation, man. Real dope conversation. I appreciate you, Tenny, and if you're watching this, man, I really do. I'm thankful. I've been knowing Tenny since, whoo, middle school. And uh, she's dope, man. She's a dope individual. The album, when y'all listen to this album, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to shock y'all. Y'all going to be appreciative of the creativity of how it's all cohesive and how it's put together with the singing, the vocalist, the mixing, the mastering, and the audio and stuff, man. And it's up there. I, I feel as if this is a good project. I ain't going to say it's my best. I'm going to let y'all be the judge. But let me get off the project for a minute, man, and, and, and talk about some of these topics, man. Some of these topics. It's playoffs, man. It's the playoffs. We got Brian and the Grizzlies tonight. Y'all know I'm from Tennessee. I'm rooting for Memphis. I'm rooting for Memphis, man. I like Brian. I like everything he do, but I'm rooting for Memphis. I'm rooting for change in the NBA. We need it to be more competitive. We, we need more defenders. We need more people that's going to not be, like, so uh, cooperative. With the, what the league got going on, being nice and friendly and and uh, just being obedient to LeBron James. Rough him up. Rough him up. Get physical with him. And this young man, Dylan, whatever his name is, he said something about LeBron that just caught my attention. It just had me just, I was hyped up about it. You and LeBron have that exchange. There are people out there that say maybe maybe you shouldn't do that with one of the better players in the game. What, I guess what what were you thinking? I don't care. He's old. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, I was waiting for that. I was expecting him to do that game four, game five. He wanted to say something when I got my fourth foul. Um, he should have been saying that earlier on. Um, but, you know, I poke bears. Um... I don't respect no one until they come and give me 40. Um, so um, I pride myself on, you know, what I do is defense and taking on any challenge that's on the board. He said he old, man. He said my boy Bron is old. For NBA years, though, Bron been in the league 20 since he was 18 to 38. He he is getting up there in age, but one thing I want to say is, man, the man has been spending two million a year on his health. He might be able to play till he's 45, 47. The youth always like want to they want to like discredit a person because of their age. They they think that they're not capable of being great because of their age. Some people don't took care of themselves differently. Mentally, physically, spiritually, financially. And age is all of it's, it's, it's your perception. 
Some people appreciate people that's older than them and they go and seek and reach out to get knowledge from older individuals. I'm one of those type of guys. And uh, I, I just appreciate the older individuals. And to me, I feel like Bron going to put up some numbers on Memphis tonight. But I feel like the Lakers going to lose the series, though. That's what I feel like. But one thing I can say is I like the people that's uh, competitive like that, that don't care, that's willing to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? And just talk about uh, their perception. I, I miss the Ryan Artestes, the Ben Wallace's, the Dennis Rodman's. I miss that. I don't care who you is. I'm coming to compete. You might be the greatest ever, but I'm the greatest tonight. I like that. I'm great. Call up Jack boy, man. I got to talk to Jack, man. He on two records on the album, too. He on two records on the album. Let me see what he talking about. Jack boy, what's pop? Yo, what's popping, cuz? What's, what's happening? I ain't need too much of your time, cuz. You know I'm recording the pod. I ain't need too much time. I just want to say thank you, fam. Thank hey, you. You already know. Yeah. Thank you for your verses. Thank you for your time. Thank you for traveling and coming to see Cuz and and, and and handling the business on the album, man. It, you you did a phenomenal job on your verses. And I'm just happy to have your presence on the album, cuz. Man, I appreciate you, cause you know what I mean. It was a movie, yeah. you know. Like I said, it definitely was a movie, and we we had a good that good ass time, man. And, and did what we were supposed to do. We had a fitness, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The, the vibe that was created in the studio actually elevated the album because we was having For fun. Sure. We was all smiles. We had a little sippy sips in us. I had a gummy in me, and we, <laughs> we had a ball, man. <laughs> and it was it, man. We went up. We went up, man. It was beautiful, man. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, it's, I, it's a blessing for me to be on Blessings, man. I mm -hmm. appreciate you for even allowing me to be on that thing, so. Hey, man. So. The lessons is in the blessings. Give me – I know you you uh, you uh got things you got going on, cuz, but give me, give me something. Tell me a lesson. Or you don't have to be specific, but tell me a lesson right. in life that became a blessing. Then I'm going to play your verse at the end of that conversation. A lesson that became a blessing in life for Jack, man. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the biggest lesson for me, man, was to always strive to go get it, man. That was, And I feel like I was blessed at a young age to be raised by my pops and saw how hard he went with mm. just going to get it, man. And I think, you know, that was a big lesson that's done turned into a blessing for me because man, I've been grinding since a youngster, man, mm -hmm. you know, and, and being, and been chasing, just been chasing, uh, having a great work ethic, you know what I mean? And just chasing, uh, trying to chase down greatness, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. everything I do, man. And I think it's a lot of things in life I have done and, and put my all into it, man. Now I'm reaping these blessings at, with this where I'm at today, man. Great family. Uh, beautiful kids, a great mm -hmm. job, getting getting great money. So you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Big blessings coming my way right now, man. And I'm gonna continue to continue to uh, go after them, them blessings too, man. For That's sure. what I'm talking so about. You, yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. Let me give you some hand claps one time. Let me get the, these claps. This time is meant to be uh pressed. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, some of the shows I just be pushing buttons. I be getting lost in the soy sauce, cause. But, uh, <laughs> 
I, I'm, I'm thankful for you because which song, which verse you want me to play? Because you gave me two verses on the album Hot Summer or your verse off brand new. Give me Hot Summer, man. But you know, you, is it something else you got to tell the people, Cole? Oh, you know, I got to tell the people that July now. <laughs> I don't know if cause what what time is going what time is gonna happen, but before the year is up, y'all gonna get a project with me and Jack together, man. Good guy. <laughs> that deserves some hand clowns, you heard me. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Jack together, we're gonna get y'all a project. It's gonna be something flyer than a free. Something week. remarkable. Yeah. Remarkable, I guarantee you, boy. We're gonna take our time and make sure that every every word that's said was meant to be said. And y'all gonna enjoy it. That's all I'm gonna say. Y'all gonna enjoy it, cuz. Big oh, fact. Yeah. Can't wait to do it, man. This shit finna be litter than lit. You hear me? A movie. <laughs> A movie, bitch. You hear me? Hey, enjoy your day, cuz. You watching the fight tonight? Yes, sir. Yeah, as soon as it. I say go out this thing, man, I ain't gonna watch my boy Tank Handle Business. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? I'm gonna watch Tank Handle Business, and I'm gonna, I'm, I, I just played a snippet of, uh, that Dylan boy talking about LeBron old. I want to see if LeBron going to put up 50 tonight because of the, those statements. Hey, he better go to work because they've they been drawing that last game. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. LeBron had some, some, some shit to say. And, and then, you know, Dylan, he going to talk your shit for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, but, yeah, man. But, yeah, man, appreciate it again, Cub, man. I'm, I'm To be on the pod right now, just, you know, bless the pod. It's been a minute. I can't wait till we can link back up and drop some shit, too, on that on that, on that that level. And mm-hmm. look forward to this, this this creation we got in the making right now, man. I know it's going to be phenomenal. It, I can't it, wait. I'm, it, I'm bringing it. Crazy. Crazy. Let's go, Cub. Crazy. Let's go, Cub. Yeah. I'm out. All right, Cub. All right. Yeah. So. Hold up now. Let me turn them niggas off. I don't know who that is. Some little young punk. You know, my Apple Music be tripping. They be trying to make me listen to people I don't want to listen to. But this is the probably the most high energy record on the album. It's called Hot Summer. It's something you're going to be listening to this summer. You're going to have to listen to it. And uh, I'm going to play Jack Boy verse. I ain't going to play my verse. It got a soul sample to it. A beat switch. The beat switch, it go from regular bounce. To extremely bouncy. Let's get to it. You boys always frontin'. I don't listen to that cap. Y'all ain't talking about nothing. Let me Who skip my verse a little bit. Y'all need to hear this. Blo- a player stay grinding. When you see me, you To make some changes, though. Niggas used to capping, being real is the only thing I know. Forever talking money, listen up and you can get the dope. But I really doubt it, all that wine and shit has got to go. Me and Cole, we popping, if you need us, we'll rock the show. Dressed in all this polo, you can see the drip from head to toe. Four racks around my neck, try to snatch and you can catch the smoke. Snake said, I need you on this track, but in a different mode. Every time we drop, we gaining traction, but we been to go for Knoxville on the map. But tell me something that I didn't know. To tell my fam, I love them. It's the realest shit I ever spoke. And everything I write, be the hardest verse I ever wrote. I can't give y'all all of that, man. He said.
everything I write be the realest shit I ever wrote. Cause he ain't never said no cap, nothing fake. Jack Boy coming with it, man. And this album that we working on, it's gonna be crazy, man. It's gonna be real crazy. We don't. I think we in our bag. We all the way in our bag. We done found our groove, and we done found the method to the madness that we want to convey and that we want to give to y'all, man, so y'all can enjoy the records. But let me see what I got What I got, topic-wise for topics of discussion. I want to read this thing on this platform that Morgan Freeman said about the term African-American and the month that we celebrate Black History Month. I'm just going to read this because it's, it's, it's something that's interesting to me. Play this blessings in the background. Morgan Freeman opened up about his views on race in a recent interview with the Sunday Times Culture magazine. Two things I can say publicly that I do not like. Black History Month is an insult. You're going to regulate my history to a month. The actor discussed his dislike of Black History Month and tore into the term African-American, calling them both an insult. He questioned what it really meant and said that people say Africa as if it's a country when it's actually a continent like Europe. Freeman's point is that people would not say Euro-American to describe their heritage. They would specify a country like Italian-American. Freeman has previously explained that he opposes the celebration of Black History Month because Black history is American history. Uh. Stop talking about it. I am going to stop calling you a white man, and I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. An insult. Y'all know on my podcast every February for the last three years, I started this podcast in 2020 when we was locked down and COVID and everything. But I celebrate Black History Month, man. I celebrate being black. But am I black? When I break it down to the the, the, the smallest molecules, am I black? No, that's a color. I'm not black. It's not who I am. African-American. Am I African-American? No. You're not neither. If I'm wrong in that aspect, talk to me. Is it an insult though? It's an insult to a person that is lacking knowledge of the truth. But it's not an insult to a person that is not that doesn't know the truth. But you should always seek knowledge. You should always want to know the truth. I appreciate that because that's going to make people go research and try to find out the truth. Morgan Freeman, thank you for that statement, man. Because it's, it's going to make me go research and become more knowledgeable about who I am. Y'all know when I went to D.C. for my birthday in January, I went to the museum the african-american museum and i learned a lot i celebrated black history month again this year and i'm going to continue to celebrate it even though black history is american history 
they don't want to include us in the things that they got going on. They don't want to consider us American. They consider themselves white when they're not even white. If we break it down, the Caucasians are, <laughs> let me, I'm, I'm getting too far into it. The Caucasians are from the Caucasoid Mountains in Asia. They're just descendants of Asians. Let me stop, though. Let me stop before I go over people's heads, though. Let me stop that. Mom, I just got to tell you, and, I, uh, you. I appreciate you, and I'm thankful for you. This is just a conversation to make you go research and find out who you are and find out who you are as a person, man. Real talk. That's all this is, man. I'm waiting on my boy T. Reezy, though. We may be wrapping this up doing part two so I can converse with T. Reezy. But before I wrap it up, I'm going to play one of the records off the album that's like everybody's feeling everybody's telling me it's the dopest record off the album and we're gonna wrap this up and we're gonna do part two to the blessings episode so i can get my boy t reezy on the phone i can get maya on the phone and i can get my boy Federo from atlanta on the phone we might do three episodes who knows but i'm gonna release them all back to back let's get to it this is something real off the album don't be afraid to show it off. God, what you've been missing. This is something different. Something that'll make you fall in love. Real is right, man. She tied all the cap, all the lies, the fabricated stories, man. She just wants something real. in the game and I'm here to stay valet park the coupe you married to the truth I was ballin' as a youth now what you think I do change your life now the ice be Carolina blue we ain't worried about the price we stay making moves I used to lose until I met you now I'm winning got a higher view looking down on haters cause they don't have a clue two cups in your system you bad and you know it don't be afraid to show it all Thank y'all for tuning in, man. I'm getting ready to get off of this episode and record part two, call up a few of my partners so I can make sure that I'm on their schedule so we can do the podcast right. Appreciate y'all, man. Peace, love, plenty of abundance. Make sure you go get you some money, and I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson Podcast.